before the beginning after the great war between heaven and hell God created the earth and gave dominion over it to the crafty ape he called man to each generation was born a creature of light and a creature of darkness and great armies would clash by night in the ancient war between good and evil there was magic then nobility and unimaginable cruelty and so it was Till the day that a false sun exploded over Trinity. And man forever traded away wonder for reason. I read once musicians don't retire. They stop when there's no more music in them. Well, I still have music in me. Absolutely positive about that.
J.S. Lawrence, or you can call me Jeff, if you wish. Today is a killer show, just like always, but not really. Special guest, the Mothers of Mayhem. Now, some I know what you're thinking, those of you who haven't heard or seen, or both, the Mothers of Mayhem, you're thinking... This is another doom metal band from Canada. Nope. It's a killer rock band from around the Huntsville, Utah area. And you really got to see them. That's four, um, four lovely, talented ladies um, doing all kinds of songs. They do their own versions of the Immigrant Song, which I'll play you a little snippet is that a word? Snippet. Play a little bit of a snippet today of that. Um, they've also there's a they got a good ver, ver, uh, version of Sweet Dreams on YouTube, which is really good. I like that version they did. Paranoid by Sabbath, all kinds of stuff. Neil Diamond, they do everything, but they dress kind of like a no. I call it rockabilly style, but it's probably not what it is. I guess it's more like a fifties type dress with the hair and the dresses and the shoes, but. I don't know. Saw some pretty uh pretty good hills in one of the videos. I don't think they wore in the fifties, but you know what I'm saying. Anyway, you gotta go over to their YouTube channel, Mothers of Mayhem. I usually spell people's names for you, but you guys can uh spell that yourself, can't you? I mean aren't you if if my audience isn't educated enough to spell Mothers of Mayhem then I don't know what I'm doing, folks. Um anyway. Go to their YouTube channel on to their website. It's mothersofmayhem.net and and check it out. You'll see they got videos on their website and YouTube. You can check out their social media and all that too. They're on Instagram and all that. They say they're on TikTok, but I, I'm not uh, I'm not telling you to go there. I don't know what I didn't need, I didn't check anything out on there yet. I'm not sure if they have anything on there. They talk about it a little bit. Anyway, th three of the mothers of mayhem called in. We were missing the bass player. Which is, uh, I've never had three people on the show before, and it seemed to work. The reason why is sometimes I don't like to do it, and I kind of discourage it, but I mean, that being said, it did work out in this interview quite well. But it usually goes one of a few ways, and the first way will be, if it's three or four people, sometimes five, they'll sit there because they don't know who's going to answer the question I ask, so nobody will answer it, and then three people will jump in at once and answer it. Or there'll be one person in the band that just does all the talking and answers every question and nobody, and there might as well not even be anybody else on the call because they never say anything. So it goes one of those two ways. Normally, this today, like I said, went very well. They, uh, and that's because you can tell they're such good friends. These lovely ladies that I'm speaking of, Mothers of Mayhem, they, they, uh, you know, they waited, waited and answered, and you know, I think I interrupted a couple of times, but that's just me. I, uh, I you know, I'm not a pro. I'm just a, I'm just a mild mannered jazz guitarist living in Utah, from Atlanta, Georgia. I don't, I'm not a pro. Um, whatever I'm doing here, podcaster. But. I believe this is episode 92, so I should be getting a little better at it. Anyway, I'm going to play you out here, but coming up next is my interview with three of the Mothers of Mayhem, my new favorite band.
I got a, you know what, man? I got a parrot. The parrot talked, but it did not say I'm hungry, so it died. joining me right now are three of the mothers of mayhem there's actually four but three of you have joined me and i appreciate you guys doing this i know it's probably logistically kind of a nightmare for you guys to get it together to, um, to all be on the phone at the same time but how are you guys doing we're doing good Really good, yeah. Thank you. Really good, yeah. yeah. Excited to be here. Oh, I appreciate it. I'm a I'm a fan of you guys. I've known about you for a while. I'm actually from Georgia, but I've lived in Utah a quite a while now. I'm about 15 years, so I'm definitely uh, familiar with you. Um, go ahead and go ahead and introduce yourselves and everything. And let, let everybody know who, um, who who I'm talking to. <laughs> you bet. So I'm Jessica Groom. I'm the lead vocalist, rhythm guitar and keyboard player. <laughs> And I'm Jamie Taylor. I play the guitar, and I do backup vocals if I have to. <laughs> and I'm Nikki Ashton. I am on the drum. And we are missing Victoria on the bass, correct? Yep, Victoria Green, our bassist. <laughs> okay. All right, well, uh, three out of four is, is, is a good call. I've never had more than two people on the show at the same time, so it may turn into mayhem. We don't, we don't know yet. <laughs> you know, and I have to, I have to say, I, I want to encourage all my listeners uh, too, is to, to go over to your website. And it, it's, it's mothersofmayhem.net, correct? Yes. Yep. Mothersofmayhem.net. Because the new, that, uh, I don't know how new it is, but I've been, the immigrant song video is uh, really cool. Plus it's just, uh, you guys just nailed it. It's, well, so. thank you for that. Yeah, no, we, we really enjoyed recording that and wanted to kind of put something together that was, you know, a good representation of us, and, and we thought that one kind of hit it on the head. We liked it. Yeah, it's awesome. You nailed, uh, definitely nailed the whole the whole thing. Um, and you guys got, you guys kind of put your own spin on a, a lot of the classic tunes, I, and I was going to ask you, so how do you go about figuring out what songs that you want to do because I, I know a lot of people do that like in my own, in my band i can't i can only sing certain things so i have to kind of 
do it around that. But if you can sing your immigrant song, you can pretty much sing anything. So that's probably not an issue with with you guys. But how do you go about picking the the songs that you do? <laughs> well, we do have a lot of faith. Obviously, Jessica can sing about anything. Yeah. But it's a hard process. We sometimes have to take the gloves off and like go at it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but how do you how do you figure out if you're going to do? Because you guys are all you guys do all kinds of stuff. How do you figure out if it's going to be Metallica or what? Jessica, do you want to take this one? <laughs> sure. So I, <laughs> it's been an interesting process. When we first started, we kind of just all brought stuff to the table that we liked, and and because we're moms, right? We we are a little more cautious with what we will sing, maybe about right. or what kind of words are in the song. So that's the first check off. It's like, well, you know, maybe I'm not going to sing about that. Right. right. I guess <laughs> but. After that, it's kind of just, do we like it? Is the key going to work? You know, is it a style that we like? And there's been some stuff that I'm, I am, I will admit, the, the one that likes the heavier, <laughs> harder <laughs> music and Metallica and Fall Beat and all that. But, uh, you know, at first, I think there was a little hesitation in this. We've kind of grown into what our sound is and kind of played together a little bit longer. And we've all kind of come around to different things. And we kind of give and take, you know, we there's some songs I will say, like, Hopefully you can't tell in a show, but there's some songs that I don't really like doing, but like they might be Jamie's favorite or they maybe she doesn't like, but I do. So we just, you know, it's all for the betterment of having fun and putting it out there, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's just, it's kind of surprising, I guess. I guess the, I guess it, it shocks the audience when they first see you when you go, because I guess if some of my listeners haven't seen you, but, uh, you know, you're dressed like, uh, I don't know, what would you say? You're in dresses and heels and. And all that, and then you break out into Inner Sandman or something like that. <laughs> it's so, of... Jeff, I, I have, yeah, I have to tell you that's our favorite part of the show is somebody who comes into a performance who has clearly hasn't seen us before, <laughs> you know, and they, we just, we watch them register, okay, they're dressed like 60s singers, because we kind of do that retro, the retro dresses. Right. And then they're expecting something else, but then it's just, you know, Black Sabbath, Metallica, Led <laughs> Zeppelin, The Doors. And it's really, it's really fun to watch them. And I think that is part of why we decided on that type of music. You know, we wanted, we wanted to do a musical project together. We thought something all women would be really unique. I mean, you as a musician know, it looks like you've put together just a ton of music and you've worked on a lot of projects. It's fun to do something that different in some sort of way you know and yeah. rock music's not unique but having it be all women all moms um then it was just trying to decide on the style of music and we really thought that juxtaposition would be really entertaining so who so who who, who came up with a gimmick or is it or is it a gimmick or do you guys wear that every day <laughs> <laughs> i don't know Oh my gosh, 
that would be amazing. And it was literally, we had a show the next day. We went shopping the next morning and like showed up all, you know. Yeah, and, and, and the reason I asked that is I, the reason I asked that I was at a I was at a Reverend Horton Heat concert once, and those the people that showed up there were dressed like that. But they but they actually do dress that way every day. So. <laughs> <laughs> so. I do not work. have yeah, I do not have the energy to dress like that every day. I think that that's been one of the hardest things is when we have a show. You know, we try to explain to people, well, we can't just show up. I mean, you already know, like, how yeah. much work it takes just to bring all your gear and all the setup. You know, we have a couple of hours before that to put the whole thing together. Um, but it really, it's been really interesting because I've, I've played my whole life and I've performed my whole life. And there is just something really different to kind of having that outfit and the statement that it that it brings and the expectation and, and kind of that performance value of it has been worth the effort. I feel like it's been really fun. Yeah. Rock clothes. were not cutting it. You know, we tried to dress in like you would dress to play in a rock band and we didn't, I mean, we look like mothers who didn't belong in those clothes. <laughs> yeah. No, it works. <laughs> it, it works for sure. What you're doing now for just the, that's part of it. But, um, and I was going to, because all, all of you have backgrounds in music, like classical and jazz and stuff, right? From, uh, I, I know a few of you have degrees in music. Yeah, yeah. so we, uh, the three of us that are on here do. Victoria uh, doesn't have any, like, formal training, um, but has had played the bass in the past. Um, I actually, you guys said, I know a mom with a bass, and we just got to get her to play it. Yep. <laughs> is that how it works? That's exactly, that's exactly how it works. That's, <laughs> that is, own a bass. That's how I got into music. That's how I got into music. I started as a bass player, but I didn't know how to play. Somebody at school found out that I had one, and they uh, and nobody played the bass, so everybody kept coming to my house and, and making me be in their band, and I didn't even know how to play it. And I didn't, I didn't know anything about it at all. <laughs> Well, my son plays the bass for that same reason. I'm like, you don't have to practice that much, but you'll always have a gig. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, sorry, Jessica. I, I derailed your response, Jessica. I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. I was just going to say, I, I actually took a minor in music. I, I have a degree in interior design, but I, but I started out playing, well, singing in church when I was little. I started playing piano at five, and then I went through uh, college on the saxophone. Actually, so jazz was totally my game but uh, Jamie I'll let you talk about your degree and then Nikki <laughs> yeah I've been I've been playing since I was five the guitar and I went to college in guitar performance up at Utah State and mostly focused on jazz and yeah no probably pretty much jazz and blues and, and finger style a little classical and then Jeff I was looking at your website it looks like we maybe have some real similarities yeah that way. you know I played in I played in all sorts of different um, jazz combos and big bands and bluegrass and all sorts of different projects. And then I, I teach, right? I teach guitar lessons. That's what I do. So. Yeah, and, and, and before we move on to that, um, you have a, a – I remember seeing a website that you have, too, that's separate from the band. That's What was that? ModernGuitarApproach.com. And, and that was just kind of a take – you know, I wanted to find a way to get my music 
out there, you know, kind of the approach that I take to teaching beginners, which is really song-based, you know, and I try to kind of strip out everything that doesn't matter in a song but keep in the most important music fundamentals. And, yeah, so I I put that website together um, once my youngest went into kindergarten because I finally had some time to to try it out. And that's been a really fun project. Yeah, that sounds like it is. I, I'm gonna check. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna dive deeper into that. I haven't uh, had a, a lot of time to check it out yet, but I want to. Um, yeah, you said the the music is printable, so if you ever find anything you want to teach your students, it's all right there. It's free. So now we move on to the drums. How do you? I don't know very. I don't know very many mothers that play drums. What was that? So I don't, I don't know very many mothers that play drums. So you gotta you gotta tell us that. <laughs> I don't either, but there's a few of us around. Um, yeah, I've always been technically a percussive player, though, because technically the piano is a percussive instrument. So I can claim that. Um, but it's kind of funny. I'm a classically trained pianist, played for years, and we laugh because we'll be in my garage rehearsing and, you know, rehearsing those songs that we play. And I feel like I live my life backwards. And then we'll pause. And we'll hear my son, he's 15, he's kind of followed in my path musically, and we'll pause and we hear this gorgeous, like, Chopin and Beethoven coming from the house. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I remember like, oh. reading that on your bio, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that just gives us a kick. Um, but yeah, I started playing drums, I don't know how many years back, I just needed a change. I just wanted something a little bit different, I wanted to pursue music differently than I had in the past. Um, you know, you're for sure doing that. Five kids and, and um, sometimes you just want to shake things up a bit. And so I started taking lessons and um, turns out I loved it. That's awesome. And I, and, I was, and you guys could all answer this separately because I'm sure it's a different story, but you gotta, you gotta tell me the, how it went down the first night you went into your uh, husband and kids and, and told them what you were going to do. <laughs> I'm sure they're all supportive now, but it was probably a, a weird conversation the first time. A little bit. I, I, I always joke because when I was little, I joked around or I, I dreamed or whatever. I don't know what you want to call it. I always said that somebody was going to hear me singing in church and then ask me to be in their band. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I kind of let go of that and then you know turns out when I turned like 33 that happened and so it was really funny my husband was excited for me because he knew that that was something I really had been missing because I'd really kind of gotten out of doing much music and he was like oh my gosh you know your dream came true (laughs) (laughs) and so you know it was great from the beginning he, he thought it was fantastic in fact he's the one that actually came up with uh, our name and uh so he's been oh, cool. he just has been excited from the beginning so <laughs> Very cool. yeah so the way jessica i mean so so what happened this band came about much differently than probably most musical projects come about you know um nikki had mentioned to me maybe a year prior nikki before we even started the band that she was tossing around the idea of doing you know an all female um project and i'm like oh you know bands take all your money uh no <laughs> yeah they do they take all your time and they don't make any money you know and i'm yeah. like i've got weddings i've got all this 
solo stuff, and this looks really great, and that's really all I have time for. It's finally, we decided to put something together once both of our youngest went to kindergarten. We just had a little more time on our hands. And it's just kind of weird because I think we knew that there really wasn't any auditioning women. You know, yeah. it was, we wanted, we, we all live up here in Ogden Valley. I don't know if you're familiar with Huntsville or Eden. It's kind of um, the Wasatch back side of Ogden. Yep. So we all live in the same, we're all neighbors. Our kids all go to the same school. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. And that's how we know each other, you know. And so Nikki and I were talking and trying to figure out somebody who lives nearby that could sing. And I'm like, well, we've heard, you know, Jessica sing before in church <laughs> and she doesn't sound like she's singing in church you know she sounds like she's got the kind of voice that you'd want the band and I have no idea what her background is but I'll just shoot her a, you know a message on Facebook and, and we'll see what happens so we just invited her to sing and hope for the best um and that's basically the same thing we did with Victoria too was we just knew that she what was that Nikki what was the story I'm, I'm sorry I'm derailing your question but you know, we just, no, we just it's a funny story, it. though. It's a funny story. I learned a, the first time, I'm, the only time I'd ever had a conversation with Victoria prior to band was probably a couple of years earlier. And we were at a soccer game and pushing our little kids on the swings nearby. <laughs> it's like, hi, who are you? Oh, nice to meet you. And we just started getting into this conversation. And I found out she had played bass. And so, and I had remembered that. And I said, well, I know there's a woman named Victoria, and she used to play bass. <laughs> <laughs> and she's going to again. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and then she'll tell you, I couldn't even find my bass when they asked. <laughs> so, so we invited them both. And, and to answer your question about our husbands, I mean, my, hus- my poor husband and the amount of guitars that I buy, right? Yeah. And equipment, you know, because <laughs> I think you're married. Um, anyway, I, I told him that we were going to do this band, and he was really supportive, but I think he just already knew, like, the amount of money that would be going into some new equipment and maybe a new guitar. And I guess we <laughs> have actually gotten a whole bunch of new equipment and a new guitar. So <laughs> um, that did happen. But he was really supportive, and he's actually the one that came up with the idea of the style of music that we play as we were kind of trying to figure out what type of music we wanted to do and, and what we liked. And, and um, so you got to give credit to him. I, I really think that it's been a fun thing to have. You yeah, know, it is. It's good to have that support. Yeah, yeah and same, it's the same for me. I just feel like my husband's been like my cheerleader. He's just been really excited about it. He's like, that's so cool. I love it. I love that you want to do that. I love that you're going for it. Just go for it. So yeah, always, it's, it's, it's always, been fun, and uh, the kids the kids love it too. Yeah, I figured they would. I was I was kind of wondering that because you know I came in I'm I got married my we, I was already twenty years into playing, so my wife already knew. Mm-hmm. But I, I think if I wasn't and I came and I came to her now and said I'm going to start a band, she's going. Don't, I don't think it would go. I don't think it would fly as much. So <laughs> But, uh, that's cool. Yeah. It's also, Go ahead. It's also better for them not to maybe know that how much really time it was going to, you know, it will take. Yeah. <laughs> I would, you know, so hopefully they were excited about it enough. But now that we're now that we're in the thick of it, that it still holds some form of excitement. Now you, how long have you guys been doing this? 
Um, we it's been let's three see. years. Yeah, three just years. a little over three years. We started in uh, the very very end of 2017, so we'll be hitting four years come okay. late fall. <laughs> yeah, because I saw you guys somewhere. I can't remember. I can't remember where it was. I, I my band was playing, but you guys were already playing, and I. I, I was pissed because really? I, I only caught the last song. I can't remember where it was now. It was an outdoor thing. I know, I know that. <laughs> I just can't remember where it was. <laughs> um, possibly in, possibly up here in Ogden, but I, I want to say it was Tooele. Have you guys ever played out there? Have we played Tooele? It was like we a haven't. We did play the no. Utah Arts Festival. That might have been it. Or it seems like it was a fairground type thing. I don't know. I don't know mm -hmm. why I'm thinking that, but. Maybe I'm wrong. I know I caught. We, I know I caught have, one song. What was the band that you were playing in? I, I just play my own group, just the Jeff Lawrence group, and uh. Okay. But um, now, do, do you guys normally do those type things? Like you guys don't play bars and stuff, right? Well, you know, it's interesting because we do, um, but putting on heels <laughs> and trying to. Um, it's hard for three or four hours. You know, when you play a bar gig, usually they want you for three or four hours. Right. Um, and we found that it was really important as we were putting together our music and trying to figure out what we want to do. And so we had three or four hours of music that we could we could handle a gig like that. Um, but the more and more we've done it, the more we realized that we're really good at putting on an energetic show, you know, and kind of that that shock of the dresses yeah, and, yeah. and just having a lot of energy. I, we just can't do it. We can't do it for three or four hours. It's exhausting. Yeah. So we, we have definitely moved into trying to focus on events, you know, and festivals and, and things where we can do like anywhere between a one to two hour set. Yeah. That's, so, that's better. Yeah. I think that's probably better for you guys. You know, the outdoor kind of festival thing kind of seems to fit better. Yeah, and it's, you know, like we said, it's, it's a family-friendly kind of a, a show, so it works well in that setting, too, since, you know, we have to be able to sing this stuff in front of our kids and, yeah. and feel good about it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's kind of the direction that we've headed, but we also just have those playing bars because of COVID. Right, you know, yeah. and that's and I was going to ask you guys about that because my, my podcast is like, this is like episode 91 or something. I've, at least 70 of them are, <laughs> are something to do with COVID or <laughs> bands talking about, bands talking about what they can't do because of COVID. But, um, <clears throat> I guess that put a damper on you guys' whole schedule for the year, huh? It really did. We, uh, had a great schedule lined up for 2020. We were booked pretty much May through October, you know, two to three shows, a big, you know, the festival style shows, the ones that we really wanted and uh, ended up only playing three shows total all last year, which actually we were pretty fortunate to even get those three. Right. Um, and, and so, you know, it's looking up for this year. We're not quite as booked, but we, we do have a few things that carried over and a few new things coming up. So, it was hard. It was hard to, to kind of feel like you lost a year, you know? <laughs> yeah, but you guys probably added some songs into the set or probably stayed productive, huh? We stayed productive, yeah. We've added some things. We've, we've worked on writing. Um, it is it is harder. It was harder to find motivation, though. I think we did go through a stretch where we didn't get together. And then it was hard being indoors, like how to get together. It posed a lot of challenges. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so. Um, both. We. 
and that, that brings me to my next question. I, do you guys, and I know you guys mostly do cover tunes, but with all the background in music and stuff, do you guys plan on, you know, doing some original releases or anything? Or Yeah, we, we do. Like, that. that's really important. And we decided initially that we would start with covers just because we're trying to get to know each other, really, and not everybody in the band, Nikki and, and Victoria, <laughs> familiar with rock or playing rock music you know and so i think we needed that time yeah. just to figure out what what drum beats you like the most and you know and, and you know how you like the bass to sound and you really just have to kind of go through that process but now we are writing music we have a couple of songs that we've written that we really like and um that's really our next focus is is trying to do that but then also just trying to figure out what style of rock music we want. Right, that's what I was you know, going to ask you. I was going to, because you guys do so many different things, I was going to ask you what kind of, you know, what what kind of music would it be? <laughs> <laughs> that's when we put out the gloves, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, I, I got to feel, I mean, I it kind of, because you got the kind of rockabilly look going, but I, I don't think the music's going to probably be that, though. Well, see, no. that's the thing is we don't want to, we don't want to play swing because, the dresses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, and sorry, Jessica, you're going to say something. I was just going to say, yeah, we, we, uh, it's kind of a fine line. We've kind of, we love that juxtaposition that we talked about the little, the dresses, the soft mother feminine thing with this kind of harder, edgy, you know, powerful music. And, and I think we want to be careful not to lose that. If we, if we go soft with our music, it's going to take that that piece of the puzzle away. And I think that's an important thing. Um, and so we are kind of trying to, to be aware of that, but it is hard because, you know, where most of us are classically or jazz trained. I mean, vocally, I grew up singing church music and, and uh, country music. So, so finding a style of rock singing is, is something else. That's a whole other beast. I feel like I'm, I'm discovering all new, all new techniques and all new, uh, styles and so I think Jamie nailed it when she said we're we had to go through all of these things and all of these different artists and styles that we play to kind of figure out what all of those options are and then kind of figure out how that translates into our sound and our music and our art and our creation too. Yeah, and sometimes we that stuff that works. We... At... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you uh, oh, I was just gonna say. Sometimes I think that kind of that stuff kind of works. It's works itself out, you know. When you're writing, it'll kind of come out how it's supposed to. <laughs> I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think you know. Right now, we're just doing we're just experimenting a lot, and and you know, I think it's a it's a kind of a fine line of finding your voice and being authentic. Yeah, without a- trying too hard. <laughs> right that's that's that important sense. it does make sense to me i and uh see i, I kind of learned that when i moved to utah because I, I moved here in 2001 from atlanta georgia oh wow and i uh and i started playing you know i put together a little trio and i i just started playing some of the bars and i started seeing all these same people show up and and i didn't really know why and i was like and they and they came up they kept coming up and say we just wanted to hear you play all that southern rock stuff and i didn't even realize i was playing southern <laughs> rock because i didn't i didn't even i never really even liked it like i don't, I don't even really like leonard skinner and stuff like that but I, it just kind of comes out that way i guess because so you might find the same thing you might <clears throat> have the whatever the utah sound is or it may come out 
Yeah, I've listened to some of your playing. I mean, you have so much music recorded, which is great. And, and I would say your rock does have definitely a southern edge to it. Oh, I appreciate it. Yeah, I don't know if I. Yeah. I don't know if that's good or it's bad. It's great. <laughs> no, it is. It's really not good. The guitar playing is phenomenal. Yeah. The hardest. The hardest thing for me has been in Utah is because I'm really a, I really like to play smooth jazz, but I can't get a, I can't do it here. There's no place to do it, and uh. There's, there's nowhere. I don't know where you play. Yeah, there's a, there's like one jazz club in Salt Lake, and they're like, they don't think smooth jazz is jazz, so they won't let you in. They won't let me play there, <laughs> so I end up playing classic rock. So. Yeah, I, I mean, I <laughs> well, focused on in jazz in college, you know, when I graduated and I realized how limited that was. Yeah. Um, that was that was hard. That was really a hard switch to go through to, to realize that I can play it, but, you know, I don't know how much of an audience I'm going to get and how many different places I can play. Yeah, and it was, so. kind, of the, it was kind of the opposite in Georgia because it was everywhere, but then you had to really really be good <laughs> to play it there <laughs> or they would they would throw stuff at you um what's that so what's on the next what's the next gig you have you guys have lined up or some of your next you got a few shows lined up right we do we uh, i think our next one is actually in june right now for sure the um it's called summer fest up in logan cash county and we're playing, uh, I believe, the 17th. And then right after that, the next week, we're playing um, in Ogden. It's a finish line party for a, a bike race, and I'm not 100% sure where that is, but it's in Ogden. <laughs> What's it called? Um, I, what is that called, Jamie? Grodio. It's called Grodio. It's a bike race. Oh, oh okay. Cause, yeah, because yeah, I live up here. I live up in North Ogden, so I'm not far from you guys. And uh, oh. I'll probably, and I know I'm already going to be at the Logan thing, but I'm not playing at it. But my booking agent's uh, other band is playing up there, so <laughs> I'll probably be up there. So I'll probably catch you guys. Oh, then. We, that'd be great. Oh, yeah, stop by and say hi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, for sure. We, we should have an Eden Cabin. We play up here at um, kind of a there's an Ogden Valley Pizza place, and you know, just kind of a nice meet outdoor meeting area. That probably will be in June sometimes as well. So I don't know. June, boy, that's a ways away. Yeah. That's what's next. And all those dates are on the website, I assume. Oh. <laughs> Maybe I don't not. Know if they are. I didn't they see them. But... Now. <laughs> they will be added soon. <laughs> <laughs> you guys better get on it. No, yeah. I'll keep. I'll, I'll kind of keep Five everybody times. informed. Um. Luckily, really, uh, really, I only have so many people that listen to this show that are actually from Utah. Most, of, a lot of this show is in, goes out to, in Canada and Ireland and stuff like that. So, but uh, <laughs> hopefully, they'll come oh, over yeah. and all. But I do have a lot of Utah listeners, so they'll they'll, they'll kind of hear it. Um, now, you can you can get merchandise on your website, I believe, right? Yeah. Yep. We do have a store set up. Uh, you just go to the website mothersmayhem.net, and then there's a shop, uh, you know, link, and we've got all sorts of fun stuff in there. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get. I gotta definitely get a shirt or a hat or something. Um, mm -hmm. What about a? Uh, I know I've kept you guys a long time. I'm sorry about that, but I uh, wanted to ask. That's more, great. Um, one more thing is, uh, just what's all your other social media? I'm assuming you got YouTube. All the videos that I've been watching are on YouTube as well as your website. 
pretty much it, isn't it? Is we've got YouTube and we've got the videos on our website and the recordings on our website. And so far, that's that's pretty much all you can get. We have um, that's been a big struggle is just trying to record. We actually the, our favorite recorders, we just couldn't get them. Our favorite studio, we just couldn't get in this this last year again. COVID, right? Um, but we're we're definitely want to putting it, want to put out you know as soon as possible a few new tracks, including our originals. And you guys are on Facebook and Instagram and all that. We are, yeah. yeah. Facebook, Instagram. We have a YouTube channel, and then, and actually, believe it or not, even moms are on TikTok now. So, <laughs> <laughs> my kids, my kids won't let me on it. My, my kids threaten to run away if I get on there. So, <laughs> well, it's kind of funny because it's actually my oldest daughter that is managing that account. She's like, "You guys just have to, mom," and I'm like, "I don't have time." And she's like, "I'll do it for you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. because none of us were on TikTok, so. <laughs> yeah, I don't even. I wouldn't know what to do. Um, and uh, it's going really well. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can see you guys being successful on there, though. Um, and it's, it's. I wanted to ask uh, before I let you guys go. Um, I got a lot of like guitar nerds that listen to the show, <laughs> and they they always will get mad at me. They always email me and that and and yell at me if I don't ask what kind of instruments you're playing. You don't have to get. You don't have to get Ooh. way technical into it, but just like your main guitar. Oh my word! This is the best day ever. I'm sorry. I have to take this real quick, even though I'm only the rhythm guitarist. Because today, today, this very day, my brand new, amazing, sweet baby girl came, and I call her that because she's kind of purple and kind of teal. But it's a a new ESP Arrow 1000 in the violet. Uh, Armandro, I don't know how to say it. Uh, it's a galaxy name. Anyway, it's sparkly, beautiful, but it's brand new. ESP, LCD. I have three ESP, ESP guitars. One's a Snake Bite, James Hetfield. The other one is an EC1000, black and gold. And then I have a BC Rich Mockingbird. And yeah. I also have, coming up, when it ever gets made, a brand new Mesa Boogie. Uh, Badlander amp coming. Oh, uh, yeah, so those, there's my gear for you. That's a great sounding amp. You'll, you'll like, that'll fit right in with what you guys are doing. Yeah. <laughs> and, you got, and you just got the new guitar today. That's, have, you, have you been able to play it much, or am I holding you up I for have. That? I totally slacked on work a lot and just played <laughs> for quite a long time, but it's what I'm going to be doing immediately after this. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's hurry up then. <laughs> So, so, so I have my Gibson uh, 335. It's a semi-hollow body that yep. I've had since college. So I play on that one quite a bit. That's got such a great sound. And then last year, um, I actually went and got the Fender HSS Professional, the, the Stratocaster. And I'm wishing I would have gotten the HSH, you know, the double humbucker. But, you know, there's always room for one more guitar. Right. Yeah. Yes. There is. And I, I, I just got and, a, I just got a three thirty five like two months ago, and I, I don't, I don't even look at any of my other guitars anymore. They're just, just, I love it. I saw you, I saw you playing yours on Paranoid on the video, and mine's, I think mine's the same color and all that. Uh, it's such a great guitar. I just, it's, her name is Betsy, and um, <laughs> she's part of the family. And then I recently got a Marshall Half Stack, which I'm just elated about. It seems like that. 
that needed to happen. You so, got, you got, you guys yeah, are. We about, all kind of, we all kind of love that one. That's, that's been fun for everybody. You guys are, you guys are metal. You guys are metal to the bone with Mesa Boogie and Marshall Plastics. <laughs> <laughs> I just got a Fender Two Twelve. <laughs> well, and I have to tell you, our our bass player that she's not here. She's playing on a Fender Mustang bass, and she has a massive Ampeg. Amp, and yeah. it's beautiful as well. <laughs> yeah, you got to have an amp. We may be little, but but we, you know, <laughs> bring the sound. So. What, what about what about the drums? What kind of setup you got going on? Yeah, I've got um, I inherited it from my dad actually, and I'm. It's been fun. It's a Premier kit, Birchwood, and I've added gradually added things. I got minor symbols and some dark symbols and. Um, I've got the drum work, double bass pedal going on. So it's kind of pieced together, you know, different different things here and there. Yeah. And it's, just, it's just been fun to kind of add to and change and it, mess around with. It's fun until you have to um, unload it <laughs> at the gig. Yeah, I know. That's so after, the drummer's after plight. Our, one of our recent gigs, as we were, we were done and we are going through that whole process of everything off the stage and back into the trailer a drummer from another band walks walks behind there and he was, he was funny he's like yeah it's about this time you kind of wish you just played the flute <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah like, oh, well, you, you guys That's could so funny. you guys could always pull off some jethro tall and somebody can play the flute but, but you still but you still need the drums <laughs> If I if I uh, if I pull up if I pull up your website and you're doing Aqualung, I won't credit. Forget. Um. Anyway, I can't uh, I can't thank you guys enough for taking time out of your day to, to call into my little show here. But um, it you know it, it goes out to around four thousand people, so hopefully you have some new uh, new fans. And uh, it'll. Well, we appreciate you reaching out. This has been so much fun. Yeah, and it'll it'll come out Saturday night most likely, and um. On Spotify and Apple and all that, and I'll just uh, who whose phone am I on right now? Because that's who's that's where I'll shoot the link over to. Oh yeah, that's Dave Jessica, the lead singer. <laughs> okay. I'll yeah, see. no, Jeff, we we really appreciate this. It's it's interesting because we've done a, a few different interviews, you know, and um, the people are just curious because we're we're different, and um, but you're like the first real musician that's in it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, was, I wasn't so much curious. It wasn't the mom podcast. Yeah, I was. I wasn't so much curious as I was uh, just a instant fan. <laughs> so was, uh, we appreciate that. We really well, do. That means, that, is, that means even more to us. And, uh, yeah. and I'm gonna come. I'm gonna bring my family up and see you guys and, and Logan there. And I, um, when you guys get your first couple of originals recorded, I'd like to have you back on and and talk about that. Oh, oh we so would fun. we would love that. Yeah, thank you. Please introduce yourself. Come up to to us and introduce yourself in Logan if you're there. Oh, I'll definitely yeah. do that. And um, yeah, I'll definitely do that. I'm pl- I'm my my booking agent books the what do they call? It? There's it's a show band. Um, the Sensations Show Band. So she's up there with mm-hmm. them. So I'll probably be I'll probably be around that around them. But I think they're playing the 17th too. So it's probably going to be the same oh, same day. Oh, so. great. Um, oh, that'd be great. Yeah, I look forward to meeting you guys. And I, like I said, I'm just over here in North Ogden. I bought a house here, so I'm I'm here now. And I guess you guys are over in Huntsville kind of area, or 
Yeah, yeah. Yep. So we're really close. Yeah, we're always uh, we're always, so I'm I'm sure I'll I'll be seeing you. And uh, again, thanks a lot for uh, taking time out. I know it's probably uh, you got a lot of things to do, so <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, Jeff. Yep. Thanks. A pleasure. Yep, and uh, tell uh, you know good good luck to all you guys and uh, with your family and and everybody. Tell everybody and tell Victoria we uh, we miss her. We'll get her on next time. We sure will. Thank you so much. Yep. And, and thanks for having us all on. I knew that was a lot of people, but we. <laughs> well, it worked. It worked. I didn't know if it would. We like to do it together. Yeah. So. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon. All right. You have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. We had a small living room where I grew up, and my mother, and I grew up in suburbia, so my mother figured to solve this problem, that she made one wall of the living room a mirror. And she, she told me, this gives you a feeling of space. Makes it seem like you have an entire other room. What kind of a jerk walks up to the mirror and goes, hey, look, there's a whole other room in there. <laughs> there's a guy in there that looks just like me. <laughs> How could possibly fall for this? Well, I had a parakeet that would fall for it all the time. I don't know what it is about parakeets. We would let him out of his cage sometimes, you know, to fly around. And he would fly around. He would go into the living room, <coughs> into that mirror, a beeline, <coughs> straight head crashed into the mirror. Now, I don't understand this. Even if he thought it was another room, do you think he'd at least try and avoid hitting the other parakeet? <laughs> song uh, partial video reason why i did that i didn't want you guys to think that i cut the song off that's just how it is and on youtube the song cuts off at the end i'm not sure um i guess they i don't know if they whoops i hit an e-string i'm not sure they just want you to go over to the website and, and watch it probably is what the deal is but uh anyway mothers of mayhem i really appreciate them coming on i really enjoyed it i really enjoy their style their look their music I like it all. It's uh, like I said, they're probably my new favorite band just because I like I can I can feel the energy. I can feel the, uh, the and you can tell that they enjoy doing this. And these are all, you know, a lot of people when you, you see an all girl band or an all I shouldn't say girl all lady band in this case, um, sometimes people just automatically think, well, they were they're not going to be that good. They can barely play. They're just up there because they're pretty. All kinds of stupid stuff like that. I can tell you, in this case, for sure, that this isn't not the case, and it normally isn't the case in any all-female band. It's just the stupid uh, comments that come along a lot, and uh, so. But in this case, they're you know they're all trained musicians, uh, college-trained musicians, except except the bass player, I think. But you couldn't tell because very uh awesome bass playing in my opinion i wish she would have been on the show maybe we'll get her on separately once they get they're working on an album so once they get their album out um do people still say album yeah i guess so i guess it is an album it's just maybe not a 
vinyl record. I don't know if they're going to do that. That would be cool, though. That would be right up their alley releasing vinyl. We'll see how it goes. They're, gonna, they're working on some songs and working on some originals. They've only been together three years, so, and, uh, so yeah, then we'll see what happens. Anyway, I appreciate everybody joining the show today. Hope everybody's uh, getting vaccinated, if you believe in that. If you don't, I don't know what to tell you. I got vaccinated. I was sick one day, and then fine after that. And I got the Johnson one, so I, got, I didn't get any blood clots or anything. I'm certainly not making light of anybody that did. I just, uh, you know, it was, as far as I, I'm concerned, I was, you know, I'm glad I got it. I don't, I didn't get COVID. I think COVID's, getting COVID's probably worse than being sick for a day. Um, but, you know, that's just my humble opinion. But anyway, thank you guys from Canada and Australia and Ireland and, uh, course here in the old good old us of a for listening to the show like i said i think this is episode 92 somewhere in that area 91 92 93 one of those um so got a few more episodes left we get to 100 and then we'll kind of make a decision no long ago i said i was going to make a commitment to 100 episodes 100 episodes and that's what i'm going to do then at that point I will figure out if I'm going to continue to do this show. I'm sure I probably will. It just may not be weekly anymore. It just may kind of release them sporadically. And uh, But we don't know. When I do episodes like I did today with uh, Mothers of Mayhem, it makes me want to keep doing it. And anyway, if you guys want to check out my music, um, jslawrence.com. Oh, sorry, thejslawrence.com. I had to put the the in there because somebody already took the one without the the in it. There's always there was already a jefflawrence.com too, so now it's djslawrence.com. I still got my social media shut down for right now, except for Twitter at uh, at jefflawrence one, and I'm on YouTube, uh, Jeff Lawrence Lessons. I'm not sure if I'm gonna turn my Instagram and Facebook on quite yet. I'll probably will eventually will turn it back on, just because uh, I need to promote shows. And then, like I said, I got a show coming up on uh, August. What am I saying August for? I do have some shows in August, but I ain't there yet. So May 29th at the S Hell in Ogden, Utah. June 11th at Kamikaze's at uh, in Ogden, Utah. And then I have a I have a private function in July. And I think I don't have I don't think I have any shows in July, but I have four in August. So I have August 2nd. I will be at Hopkins Brew Pub in Sugar House. Utah, all my shows are in Utah. I'm not doing any traveling right now. And I meant to ask the Mothers of Mayhem if they were going to do any traveling. I'll ask them next time. And uh, anyway, and after I got August uh, 8th, which is also at no, August 28th, which is at Hopkins Brew Pub, August 22nd is Park City, City Market. Possibly going to have August 21st at uh, the Funkin' Dive here in Ogden, but I'm not, I uh, haven't got that one confirmed yet, but it's looking, looking like it. And then, you know, those of you guys who have been seeing me uh, wanting, you know, I think I just do smooth jazz. Living in Utah, I don't get to play a lot of smooth jazz, so I just have to, all these bars I'm playing at and all these places I'm playing at, I'll probably, you know, I'll do a couple of my original songs where or probably are more along the lines of fusion, like jazz rock fusion. Um, and, you know, I'll do a Larry Carlton tune or a you know, Joe Satriani tune, thing like that, kind of along that lines, but definitely not jazz. Most of it's classic rock with a, th- with a country song thrown in here and there. 
and uh, I'll be singing. I know if you guys are listening to my original music, you notice that I do not have any vocals on my music, but there is a couple, but for the most part, I don't. But I do uh, sing in 90% of the of the shows I do around uh, the bars here. So they're mostly cover tunes. And, you know, that speaking of the... Speaking of uh, <laughs> not having songs with words, this is uh, doing instrumentals. This is kind of a funny story. I was playing in Cartersville, Georgia, opening up for Larry Carlton. And this friend of my dad's came to the show named Billy. He's uh, passed away about a year ago. I actually used to work for him. I used to lay bricks. He's a bricklayer. I used to lay bricks with him years ago. But anyway... He's kind of an old country boy. He'd been in Georgia his whole life, same house, you know, just a straight up country boy, country dude. And he uh, he comes up after the show, and you know, he never really says anything that positive to me. <laughs> He's been to most of my shows, even my country ones. He would never really compliment me, but he, then he just was no exception. He comes up to me and goes, "You know, you ain't got no words in your songs." And he was being serious <laughs> with a thicker accent than that. I just—I didn't say anything. I was just thinking, yeah, man, I—I I, I noticed that when I was writing, and I didn't have any words. I didn't—I mean, it didn't, never really dawned on me to write now. But anyway, I just think it's funny that people, uh, yes, in Cartersville, Georgia, they—they they like them some words. I think my brother still lives in that town. I think he likes them some words too. But anyway. I appreciate you guys tuning in, and uh, go to, if you're in the Utah area, go up to Logan on June 19th, or is it 17th? Shit. Oh, sorry. I, I promised myself I wasn't going to cuss this whole episode, because, and, and I usually do, and I, I was promised myself I wasn't going to, because the mothers of mayhem, out of respect for them, I wasn't going to do it. They like to keep it clean, and uh, I just dropped an S, I'm do you call it an S-bomb? I don't know what I said the S word and apologized to you guys for that, but uh, I knew I wasn't going to make it through the whole show. Anyway, I think it's June 19th there in Logan. There's a big festival going on up there. It's probably more than one day. I think it's a Juneteenth kind of festival thing. I think it's possibly more than one day, but anyway, they'll be up there. And also the Sensations uh, show band that their uh, manager was on the show a while back, uh, Myra Hall. And they'll be up there too. So two people, and probably some other guests that have been on the show. But you know, you know how it is. I don't have just Utah people on the show, and not, not I don't have just Utah listeners. But if anybody's around the Utah area, Logan's a cool town, especially in the summer because it's not quite as hot as the rest of the state. It's way up in the mountains and uh, kind of on the border, Idaho and area right there. But if you get a chance, come out, check out the Mothers of Mayhem, and. Uh, and all the other bands there. And that's going to do it for me. I'm wrapping it up. You can hear the wrapping paper. I'll talk to you guys next show.
case I don't see ya. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. See you next week. Same bad time, same bad station.